0: got everyone's attention oh there we go there we go okay all good morning folks sorry I cut that break short and that's because I've got some bits to say but also I feel like God wants to do some things so you can catch up and chat later all right let's go to the important bit well the chatting is also important but you know there we go okay um, it has been can you believe it just over three years um, since the pandemic hit I don't know if you can remember those first few weeks and months uh, and what it looked like for us. Here we go. Remember that? Sorry, everyone will take it off quickly. Okay, no political um, persuasion there at all. Okay, but it was such a strange time, right? Um, normal life was suspended. Uh, no one really knew when it would return. And during that time, in those early weeks, peop- what we, what there was some research that came out and people checked into online services who had never, ever stepped foot inside a church before. Uh, and people prayed that had never, ever prayed before. Uh, the research is out there. and I, you, I can signpost it to you um, afterwards if you'd like to. But people were asking questions about life because this crazy, crazy thing uh, was happening and people didn't know what was going on. And people, I think, were wondering, look, is anybody out there... Um, people just wanted to hear from beyond. I right? wanted to hear from God because this thing was interrupting normal life. And although the pandemic is not now in our faces in the same way that it was back then, I think whether you're here uh, and you're new or you're just visiting uh, or you're just trying to figure out who Jesus is, I think you might still have at least some incy-wincy little desire to hear from beyond. 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 Wow, to hear from God. So I want to hear from God for me, for you, for my family, for my friends, uh, for the people and situations around me, for our nation, for the world. I love it when God speaks, and um, because I know that what He says is always true and kind and loving. And when He speaks to me, it hits me often right here, like this solid, solid truth, a life changing. Reassuring, just what I need to hear in that moment, kind of thing. It is a dynamic, living, transformational thing to have the living Jesus speak to you. And for some of you, you might find that quite hard to believe. Uh, You might think, you know, what me? But I'm hoping that as we explore that a bit this morning, um, that you will leave here knowing that God sees you, that He knows you, and that He loves you enough to speak to you so and I guess as I was saying that maybe some of you listening might be thinking well you know that's all very well and good for you Pip um you know you look like you've been following Jesus for a while I'm not even sure that God even speaks to me uh, maybe I've heard or read something in the bible and it's rung true for a little bit um but God actually speaking to me maybe God speaks to other people but me uh, and I mean, I know that, you know, anybody who's been here for a while will know. Jo, Joe, just raise your hands. Okay, there we go. So anybody that's been here before will know that God speaks to Jo, right? She is always praying for people. She was always up here, um, you know, giving out words. And depending on who you are, you might be someone who goes, I really wish that Jo would pray for me. Or you might be someone who's like, I really don't want Jo to come anywhere near me at all, because maybe, just maybe, she's, she's heard something from God for me. So I want us to look this morning um, at a few simple things about hearing from God. So if you've got a Bible, turn to the Old Testament into a, a book called Joel, and uh, we're going to look at two verses from chapter 2. Okay, if you've not got your Bibles with you, bring it next week. If you've not got one, go grab one from the back desk, but the words will also be on the screen. Okay, so we're going to look at Joel chapter 2 and just 2 verses, verses 28 and 29. And Joel is someone who lived way before Jesus, being told about Jesus' coming. And this is what it says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Those days that are being talked about here are these days now. I will pour out my spirit on all people, not just Joe. All people Everyone, no one is excluded from this. And one of the phrases that you might hear around here if you hang around um, long enough is that everybody gets to play. Everyone gets to play. No one sits on the bench. No one is subbed out. The Holy Spirit and all that He is and all that He brings and all that He does is for us all. That makes me excited. That's why in this place we don't call anybody a prophet in the church, even though we do believe in prophecy. It's because we believe that everybody hears. If somebody's really prophetic, that's how we would say it. Maybe Joe. Maybe some others. Okay. So if God speaks to us all, then maybe what's really important is that we learn to recognize his voice and the problem is I think that when it comes to hearing from God we can often think it's got to be this loud booming voice a bit like Moses at the burning bush or Paul on the road to Damascus and if any of you don't know those stories I'll show you where to find them later Um, God can speak like this in a big loud crazy way but in my experience this is generally not how it goes on a daily basis The Bible says that God speaks to us in all different kinds of ways. So if you've got your Bibles, again, flick to the New Testament. We're going four books in to the start of the New Testament, to a book called John, chapter 10, and we're going to look at verse 27. And Jesus says this, he says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. The message translation of that verse says, My sheep recognize my voice. So maybe this whole thing about hearing from God is about learning to recognize when he's speaking to us. So how do we do this? How do we get in on it? How do we learn? How do we practice? How do we try? And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Okay, last verse we're going to look at, and the main one for this morning, um, is in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. We're going to look at verse 1 and verse 3, okay? And Paul says this, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. Verse 3, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Let me read that last bit again. The one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Now, I've read that verse loads of times. And I always tend to focus on the end bit of it, which talks about prophesying for people for their strengthening, encouraging and comfort. And that's really important. We're going to come on to that in a minute. But as I was looking at this in preparation for today, what stuck out at me was this. The one who prophesies speaks to people. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to learn how to hear from God, I need to speak to people. Now, sorry to all you introverts out there. This is going to involve speaking to other people. Um, By the way, I am an introvert. Um, But let's put it this way. As I pray for other people, I will learn how to hear from God for them. And then over time, as I get to hear and recognize the sound of his voice, I'll begin to recognize it for me in my own life. So we get to learn and recognize God's voice when we pray for other people. And now I don't know if you've ever prayed for someone and as you've been praying, you've kind of got this hunch about something, maybe a picture or an idea to kind of just pops into your head and it wasn't there before. And then maybe if you're praying for that person with someone else alongside you too, that person who's also praying suddenly says something really similar or even exactly the same as the thing that you were about to say or that you were thinking and when you begin to notice this happening again and again you begin to think maybe I'm hearing from God here because the same kind of thing was being said by you and by someone else but also because what you said rang true with the person that you said it to okay they were like yes that makes sense that sits right with me so no, ma- no matter where you're at, and um, if you have a desire to hear from God, if you want to learn to hear the bo- his voice, then what you need to do is pray for other people. It's a really good way of learning how God speaks to you. And I've learned over time, and I am still learning how God speaks to me. And when you get to recognize his voice, when you're praying for other people, you get to know what it sounds like for you. So let's go back to the beginning of that verse. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. So firstly, it says eagerly desire. It's a command. It's a do this statement. It's a, not if you fancy it, it's this is going to be good, do this. It's like this pressing invitation. Secondly, it says the one who prophesies speaks to people. We've kind of touched on that already. And thirdly, it says, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. So prophecy is this gift that allows us to hear from God for other people, for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. As we partner with God, as we hear what he says, and we offer it to other people, it builds people up. His words strengthen encourage and comfort because that is what he's like. That's who he is. That is what he does. So we are to eagerly desire this gift of the Spirit prophecy. Now, if Paul is urging us to do this, I don't think he would have done that if he said, really, really want this, but you're never going to get it. It's never going to happen. That's not really how it works. Paul would have known the words of Joel that we read at the start. I will pour out my spirit on all people, not just Joe. And if you come this morning, I did tell Joe that I was going to kind of rip her a little bit this morning. If you come here this morning and you thought, I really want to hear from God, what if the way that you might hear from God is actually through the person who is sitting next to you this morning. Uh, at this point, some of you are probably like, don't want to give any icons back to whoever's sitting next to you. Okay, but what's amazing about this family called the church is that God uses us to speak to each other, to build each other up, so that we will be strengthened, encouraged, and comforted. God builds a community where we can expect to hear from him, to hold each other up. And it's a two-way thing, as well as expecting to hear for your brother or your sister, it's about eagerly designing this gift of prophecy so that we can be prophesied too, so that you can be on the receiving end, so that you can be strengthened, encouraged, and comforted. Now, wouldn't it be amazing if every time that we came together, whether that be in small group, here on a Sunday morning, if we go and grab a coffee with someone or eat a meal together, when we bump into someone in town that we're expectant that God might speak to us for each other, and wouldn't it be more amazing if we just practiced that in here? But actually, the main place that we do that is out there with people who don't yet know Jesus. When we're expectant that God will speak to us to our um, for our friends, for our work colleagues. Uh, for our neighbours, for the person that we walk past on the street, for the person that we're queuing next to in Aldi. Do you say Aldi? I always say Aldi, but some people say Aldi. A vote. Aldi? Aldi. Oh, okay. Sorry, that really wasn't in my notes, but there we go. Okay. Um, Wouldn't it be amazing, though, if the words that we speak... Actually, bring life to someone in that moment because they encounter Jesus because God has spoken directly to them what they need to hear in that moment. We get to see that God knows us, that He sees us, that He loves us. And if we get doing this week in and week out, we're going to have some stories to tell. Now, my hope is that this week we practice this and next week we have some stories, okay? So in a moment, we are going to practice, um, but before we do, a couple of practical things, okay? When you offer your hunch or your word or your picture, be normal, all right, That's a r- just be normal, yeah? And then there's only one real rule after this, that it's for strengthening, encouraging, and comforting. So what you're listening for is good things, for building people up. Okay, that's what we're listening for. And if you think that you hear something that is not one of those things, then I want to suggest that maybe one of three things is happening. Okay, firstly, maybe you're wrong. Okay, maybe you just didn't hear right. Okay, Uh, maybe you just ate too much cheese last night, and that's making your brain do funny things. Okay, in the Old Testament, if you were a prophet and you prophesied something and it wasn't right, they killed you. Okay. Now, fortunately, that's not so much the case now. Okay. Uh, when Paul was teaching about this to the early church, um, he said this: When someone actually gives your words, everyone should weigh carefully what is said. So that weighing word just means you need know, just judge, judge it. Is it. Does it feel right? Is it right or wrong? Does it sit right with you? And so basically, Paul is saying there is a possibility that we can get this wrong because we only see and hear in part. Um, it's because we're not God. That's why we offer the word. We don't say, thus saith the Lord. We just say, I'm just wondering if or I've just got this impression or does this mean anything to you? So does it sound like God, like his character, like something he would say, like what the Bible says? If you hear something that contradicts the Bible you didn't hear right and that's okay just put it to the side and try to listen again so Paul allows for this possibility that we might not hear right okay secondly then maybe if it's not one of these things that sounds strengthening encouraging or bringing comfort then maybe it's that we need to pray sometimes God gives us insight into a situation so that we can pray for that situation or for for that person Because if you really start listening and recognizing when God is speaking to you for other people, you're going to get insight into their lives. And if it's not for strengthening, encouraging, or comfort, the clear invitation is to pray. The third thing is maybe we didn't listen long enough. And as we start praying for someone, you might just need to stay there a little longer and listen a bit more about what God might want to say. You know, when you go to the doctor, uh, they're usually able to say, well, this this is what's wrong with you. Uh, They diagnose the problem. What they don't tend to do is say, this is what's wrong with you. See you later. All right? Normally, they give you a little bit of an explanation about how healing can come. So when we hear from God, sometimes it's like we get the diagnosis, but we don't listen for the prognosis. We don't listen for that pathway to healing or to restoration. So maybe we just need to stay a little bit longer and listen. And sometimes as we listen and we join in with what God's doing, we get this word or hunch or picture, and it's like it won't go away. Sometimes it's like you can feel the weight of it actually physically in your body. Maybe sometimes your breathing changes a bit. Maybe there's just this sense of urgency to offer it. And when that happens, I would just say, you know, lean into it, do it. And oftentimes, as we offer these words to other people, the truth of it just hits them really deeply. It's like they say, how did you know? And the truth is, we didn't, but God does. So we can hear from God as we read the Bible, as we listen to him, as we go about our daily life, as we sit with him, and as we pray. But there is something amazing about hearing a truth that has been given to you by somebody else. It's an amazing way of hearing God speak. Um, There are countless times in my life where people have given me a word and it's been like, yes, that's exactly what I think. That's exactly what has been going on for me. And the fact that they knew it, that they were given it by God, made me think, oh God, you know, you know me. So we're urged to do this because as we do, we experience something of the fullness of God's heart for us and for other people. It's a gift that God gives us to strengthen, encourage, and comfort us. So we're going to practice this morning, okay? This is where some people are going, oh, my goodness, can I leave the room? And others of you are like, yes, I'm up for this. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to pray first, okay? So I'm going to pray. Holy Spirit, would you come? We want to hear from you. Would you empower us now to hear your voice and as we listen, we expect that you're going to speak and we will listen and respond. So Holy Spirit, would you come? Okay, open your eyes. So if you want to be strengthened, encouraged or comforted this morning, stand up. If you want to be strengthened, encouraged or comforted this morning, stand up, okay? I know that if I was not in this microphone, I'd be standing up. Okay, wow, right, we're going to be busy this morning, right? Because everybody, it looks like pretty much everybody, wants to hear from God. There is no pressure, all right, in this. We're not going to kind of, um, you know, make everything up. We're just going to see what God wants to do, Okay. Okay. And because there's not many of you sitting down, we're just going to have to take turns in doing this, right? Okay. So why don't you turn to somebody near you if you're happy to join in with this and we're going to pray for them. That's what we've been learning about. Yeah. We hear from God as we learn to pray for other people. Okay. So go and find somebody and um, we're going to Pray for them, okay, and then because lots of us want prayer, we're just going to have to then turn it on its head and turn it around and pray for the other person, okay? So, just a couple of guidelines, all right? Um, if you are being prayed for, it might feel less weird if you shut your eyes, okay? If you are doing the praying, keep your eyes open because then as you listen and respond and hear what God's saying and you offer it to someone else, you will be able to see often if it lands, if they're like, yes, all right? So that's what we're going to do. Come, Holy Spirit, and we're just going to pray, all right? Just being normal.